0: Hello, this is Rev. Raymond Kaufman, pastor of the Log Cabin Community Church in Vinings, Georgia. Welcome to our podcast. Today, we're discussing loving your neighbor. You know, when Jesus was asked by one of the Jewish theologians, which was the greatest commandment of all, he began by quoting a crucial passage from the Jewish law. He said this, "Listen, O Israel, the Lord our God is the one and only Lord, and you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and all of your strength." But then Jesus added a second commandment. And even though he'd been asked only what was the one single commandment was that was the most important, the second is equally important and Jesus said these words, "Love your neighbor." as yourself. No other commandment is greater than these. Why we wonder when Jesus was asked the greatest commandment, did he answer with two commandments? Wasn't enough to say that loving God is the most important commandment of all? Jesus reminds us that loving God and loving others are intimately intertwined. Yes, loving God is the most important thing of all, but truly loving God will necessarily spill over into all of our relationships. In fact, a good measure of how much you love God is to examine how much you love and you care for other people. You can't really have one without the other is what the message is. You know, when I think about these important commandments, these important encouragements in our life, we're encouraged to love God. How do we do that? How do we love God? It's very personal, but for me, I've come down to these four Ps. The first P is to pause, to pause my busy life, my busy thoughts, my busy mind, and to pause to really love and worship God. The next P is to ponder, to think about your relationship with God with gratitude for the things that he's blessed you with. So we pause in our busy life, we ponder, we think about the blessings we have from God, and then we praise Him. We give Him praise for the goodness and the love that He gives to us, and then we pray. We pray in adoration, and we pray asking that He'll meet our daily needs. So the first commandment was to love God, but the second is so important, is to love God your neighbor. When I looked at the definition of loving your neighbor, I loved this one that I read. Any person in need of one's help or kindness. When you think about helping someone, a neighbor, you think about looking for someone who's in need of some help or some kindness. And I think in our world today, we don't have to look far for someone who could use some compassion, some kindness, and some love. But as I thought about this passage this week and these commandments. I thought, you know, it's easy for me to love God, and it's easy for me to love my neighbor. The hard thing to do, and the hard thing for me, is to love my enemies. When I think about enemies, I don't think about, you know, people like the Hatfields and the McCoys, two uh, two folks who are fighting against each other, two neighbors or two factions, two families. But I think about enemies in our culture today, it might be people that we disagree with. This is one of the most difficult parts of this commandment, is to love those whom we disagree with. So who are our enemies? Who are your enemies? Who are mine? Who are the people in my life I might disagree with? It might be someone in your workplace who just has a different philosophy of life for you. It might be a family member or friend who looks at things a little bit differently than you do. But what about in our culture, in our society today? It's so easy for us to be judgmental when we look at other folks today. In American politics, there's so many differing views today that it's easy to get distracted, and it's easy to disagree and to think that person is my enemy. Can we love that person we disagree with politically? How about In our culture today, regarding how we view and how we treat the pandemic, there are people that do certain precautions and are taking care of what they feel is best for them and their family and themselves, but it may be different from the way you're viewing that. Are they your enemy because we disagree? What about our cultural differences? People that come from different parts of the United States or different parts of the world, are they our enemies because we disagree? What about in our spiritual life and our religious beliefs? They may be different or varying from someone, but can we neighborly love them and show them help and show them kindness? I was doing some research this week for a class that I'm doing online, and I was studying uh, cultural sensitivity, and there was a word, a phrase that I, I was studying this week. It's called cultural humility. And radical respect. And I love that. It's taking someone who might disagree with us, maybe we don't understand, but doing some deep listening, trying to understand what that other person is saying, and with humility, approaching that person and those concepts and those beliefs in a little bit with a little understanding, going an extra mile, that radical respect for others. It approaches the other person with humility and with openness, and it it promotes diversity in our world. What am I learning? How can I respect others with humility? That's what I'm learning, and how can I treat everyone even if I disagree with them? I'm brought back to the commandments that Jesus spoke about, and we read about it in the Gospel of Mark, and let me read them again. Mark chapter 12. One of the teachers of the law came and heard them debating, and noticing that Jesus had given them a good answer, he asked them, Of all the commandments, which is the most important? The most important one, answered Jesus, is this, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all of your heart, and with all of your soul, with all of your mind, and all of your strength. And the second is this to love your neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment greater than these. Loving and caring for our neighbor. What a beautiful commandment as we approach our world today. I read a poem this week by Ken Allen, and I'd like to share it with you. It's entitled simply, Love Thy Neighbor. When anger smolders in your heart and threatens to ignite, or someone wounds you with a word, that festers into spite, or if someone without cause is sporting for a fight, to love your neighbor as yourself will make you feel all right. If you're assailed with disrespect, which devastates your pride, or tried to tell the honest truth while those around you lied, or thought you had a loyal friend, but then was cast aside, to love thy neighbor as yourself will grant you peace inside. If envy rears its fearful head beyond your self-control, or others disappoint or fail to reach a promised goal, but when it seems to many men have hearts as dark as coal, to love thy neighbor as yourself will pacify your soul. My prayer for you is that we will all love God and will all love, truly love, our neighbor. Would you join me as we close our podcast today by saying together in unison the Lord's Prayer? Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Thank you, and God bless you.